Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the From Ballparks to Buzzer Beer Sportscast. I'm Perry Morzinos alongside my co-host, James Farley, and we have a great episode planned for you guys today, so let's get to it. James, take it away. Thanks for that, Perry, and today we have an, a huge episode where it is only NBA All-Star oriented. Everything today is about the All-Star game, what players are in, what players are out, who were snubbed of an All-Star appearance. Do we agree with the starters in the Eastern and Western Conference? Do we agree with the reserves who were voted in? So what are our overall takes? And that's what, exactly what we are going to start things off with right now. So Perry, when you look at this list of All-Stars for this upcoming All-Star game this month, Perry, who do you think are the biggest snubs? So at first, um, myself, like a lot of other people, thought that Devin Booker was the biggest snub. I thought he should have been in over Chris Paul, but he has since been named an injury replacement for Anthony Davis, so he is no longer a snub. But for as currently the rosters as currently constructed, I think that Trey Young is the biggest snub on either roster. Trey Young averaging 27 points per game, 4.1 rebounds per game, 9.5 assists. He's not just scoring from the three-point line, getting into the lane. He's making opportunities for his teammates. He's looked great in the little pick and roll with Clint Capella, who came over in a trade last year with, from the Houston Rockets. But Trey Young is doing what all superstars do. He's making the players around him better. And that's why I think he should be an all-star voted in over a couple of these Eastern Conference reserves. James, who is your biggest snub? Yeah, that, Perry, before I get to that, Perry, you said that you think Trey Young should be in over a couple players. Who do you think he should be in over? Because I definitely agree with you. I just kind of want to see where our heads are at right now with who you think Trey Young should have overtaken as an all with an all-star appearance for this game. Um, I think Trey should have been over Ben Simmons. And I'm I'm no I'm not a Ben Simmons hater. Um he's averaging sixteen points per game, eight point one rebounds, almost eight assists per game, but I think that most of the 76ers' success has come from MVP candidate and Eastern Conference starter Joel Embiid, not Ben Simmons. So I think that if I had to pick one person on the Eastern Conference to take out so I could put Trey Young in, it would be Ben Simmons. Definitely agree with you on that, Perry, and I absolutely 100% same path with that. I think that Trey Young 100% 100% should be over Ben Simmons in this All-Star game. I mean, Trey Young was an All-Star starter last year for the um he was voted as an All-Star starter for the Eastern Conference last season and he has n- done nothing but improve since from this last year to this year and therefore I do not think at all that he should not be included in this All-Star game. Some other snubs that I had to point out were that was um down in South Beach the duo Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Jimmy Butler is averaging 20 per game, 20 points per game, 7.8 rebounds, and 7.8 assists, two steals, and half a block. So Jimmy Butler is playing great, great um, offense and defense. He's the leader of this Miami Heat team, heart and soul. He brought them to the NBA Finals last year in the Orlando bubble, and he's just having an overall fantastic year. He is the, I mean, he's great offensively. He's great defensively. Another. He um he's never take he never denies the fact that he's like I'm the leader of this team I will cover their best player I will do this I will do that he's always willing to step up and he hits the shot when this Miami team most needs it so I think Jimmy Butler should definitely be in along with that I think his counterpart Bam Adebayo should be in he's averaging 
just under 20 points per game and just under 10 rebounds a game. So he's super close to that double-double average. Five and a half assists, a steal, and a block per game. So Bam Adebayo, he's a defensive presence. He's a beast down there in the paint. He, and he not only scores, but he rebounds the ball at a high level. He's a great passer. He has He's one of the better passing big men in this league. So I think that both Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo are definitely deserving of an all-star spot. I think both of which are more deserving than Ben Simmons, as you said previously. So I think that I was I was a little questionable. I think that Ben Simmons getting in is a little questionable. Um, I, yes, I, like, I just, I know he's a good player and all, but he just, I feel like the lack of a three-point shot definitely takes away from part of his game. And also, he's the second option of a team. So I don't really think that, I think that you have to p- take, because I mean, Jimmy Butler is the number one option for this Miami Heat team. And while the 76ers are experiencing more success than the Heat at the moment, I just don't think that you can have Ben Simmons as a second option over either Jimmy Butler as the first option or Adebayo as a second option down in Miami. Um, I think that those are two um, big-time names that I saw. Another guy was um, – I know that we were discussing Perry, and I know that a guy from San Antonio was another one that you thought was definitely stu- snubbed of an all-star appearance. Who's that? Yeah, I think DeMar DeRozan is a massive snub. I actually have him as my number two snub ahead of the South Beach people. I have him right under Trey Young, but he's averaging almost 20 points per game, five rebounds per game, 6.9 assists. He's definitely having his best year in San Antonio since coming over in the Toronto deal, which was the Kawhi um, Leonard deal that eventually brought a championship to Toronto. But I think that you could make an argument that DeRozan should be over in over Chris Paul, who's averaging 6.6 points per game, 16.6 points per game, excuse me, um, 8.8 assists per game, and 4.7 rebounds per game. I think that the Suns should have only gotten one player in. They got both Booker and Paulin. So I think you only need Booker there, and then I think that you could have slotted DeRozan in for Chris Paul, who's having a great season for this playoff contending um, San Antonio Spurs team that a lot of the experts hadn't pegged as this high of a seed and having this good of a record coming into the All-Star break. Definitely, Perry. I think that um, DeMar DeRozan could, someone can make an argument that he could also overtake Paul George potentially. Paul George, while he's having a great season, he is the second option behind Kawhi Leonard and he's been a little bit inconsistent on the offensive end. So I think that DeMar DeRozan's just his leadership, and I'm not taking anything away from Paul George, but I just think that DeMar DeRozan is a little bit more um, worthy of an all-star appearance than Paul George. And then just to wrap things up, I think Mike Conley of the Utah Jazz, the best team in the NBA thus far record-wise, he's averaging 16.2 points, 3.6 rebounds, 5.7 assists, 1.5 steals. So Mike Conley, he's a veteran, and he's a veteran presence, and he's a, he's never had an all-star appearance in his career. I think that this could have this year could have been his time to be recognized with this honor. And then he and then Perry, just to round off this list before we head on over to our next segment, which we are really looking forward to, who do you have as our final snub of the day? So as our final snub, I have a Sacramento King. I have Mr. De'Aaron Fox, who's averaging almost 23 points per game, 7.2 assists, and he's great on the defensive end this season as well with 1.2 steals per game. Um, He's been having a great year for this Sacramento Kings team. He and Buddy Heald are leading this team um, 
Fox, I although I think he is a snub, I think that he could go in over Chris Paul, but I do not think that he is a bigger snub than DeMar DeRozan. So if you have to put DeRozan in and you can only take you have to take two people out, I do not see how you can fit De'Aaron Fox into this Western Conference roster. Although he's having a great year, although he's leading this team, I just don't see how he can be fit into this roster. Definitely some good points there, Perry. I agree that I don't really, um, I can't really see Darren Fox being recognized at the All Star level yet. But he's still a young talent. He's a great point guard. He's fast as anything. I mean, so he is definitely has a bright future over in Sacramento. And now we're just going to quickly discuss who are, um, who was, who was um, given as a, um, who was voted in as an All Star starter for this All Star game. So we're just going to quickly do that. And, and um, one other thing that we have to quickly touch base on is um, I know that we talked about a, one injury replacement in Devin Booker over Anthony Davis. But one other all-star replacement that we have to quickly discuss is Indiana Pacers big man DeMontis Sabonis in over all-star captain Kevin Durant. So that's just another point that we have to make. Um, DeMontis Sabonis is having a heck of a year this year. He's a beast in the pain. He's averaging 21.6 points per game, 11.5 rebounds. He's averaging just under six assists as a big man, a steal, and over half a block. So this guy is a do-it-all big man. He's the leader. He's the best player of that Indiana Pacers team. And he still has great things to come in his career. So good for him for with that number, that number, his first ever All-Star appearance. All right, so now, Perry, what when you look at those starters in the All-Star game, for the Western Conference, it's LeBron James, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard and Nikola Jokic. Then on the Eastern Conference side of things, we have Giannis, Antetokounmpo, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, um, Joel Embiid, and as I said earlier, Kevin Durant is not in this year, so Jason Tatum took his place. So that's so those are the guys there. But Perry, who do you think? What do you think was the the most confusing, or what do you think was the most is the most controversial um, player that was nominated as an All Star starter this year? So there was a lot of backlash over this move um, when it came out, and I hear it and I agree with it. Um, I think that Damian Lillard should be an all-star starter over Luka Doncic. Um, the Mavericks are struggling a little bit. They're not having as great of a year as many people thought. Many people had Luka Doncic winning the MVP. He's certainly not living up to that billing this year. Although he's almost averaging a triple-double with 28.5 points per game, 8.4 rebounds, and 9 assists, I just don't see how he should be in over Dane Time, who's averaging nearly 30 points per game, 8 assists per game, 4.4 rebounds for a team that has been without, um, who was an MVP candidate before he got hurt, CJ McCollum, who hurt his foot. He's been out for, since... I believe a month into the season, so for almost two months now, he's keeping that team afloat in the Western Conference playoff hunt, which I think we would both agree is a tougher conference than the Eastern Conference by not by as much as it was years past. But I just don't agree with the decision to have Luka Doncic in over Damian Lillard. So that's really the only problem that I have with the starters, but James, do you agree with Lillard versus Doncic, or do you think that another starter reserve debate is bigger than this than these two? Yeah, Perry, I'm glad that you brought that up. So I think that Damian Lillard should certainly be in the all-star starters list over Luka Doncic. Damian Lillard is playing at a high level, extremely high level. I think he's one of the most underrated players that in the NBA at the moment. 
but going along with that, I think that another serious, um, I think something else that we have to take into consideration that I don't exactly agree with is Kyrie Irving being in the starting lineup. Kyrie Irving has been limited due to injuries so far this year. And to go along with that, with this Brooklyn Nets team, Perry, well, if you look at the Eastern Conference starters, Kyrie Irving is supposed to be what position? Oh, yes, the point guard position in the starting lineup. And I think that you have to realize that the Nets were um, saying that James Hart, or Kyrie said, you know what, I'm now going to be the shooting guard. I'm the so-called shooting guard. And I think, and I'm going to let my counterpart, James Harden, play the point guard position. So I think that if this is actually legitimate, I think that James Harden should be at that point guard position over Kyrie Irving. And I think that James Harden is more deserving of that. He's averaging 25 points per game, eight and a half rebounds and 11.3 assists. So he's averaging a double double and he is a great player. And also Kyrie Irving is the third option of this Brooklyn Nets team. I don't think that any third option should be in the Eastern Conference starters period. That's what I have to say. So I do not think that Kyrie Irving is deserving of an all-star starter spot. Perry, is that it, or are we going to be heading into our next segment? No, I'm ready for the next segment. Um, I think it's definitely going to be a fun one, and it's definitely going to be an interesting one, to say the least. Absolutely. So, today, Perry and I are going to be battling out in draft day. So, what Perry and I are going to be doing is that we will be filling in, and we are going to be put in LeBron James and Kevin Durant's shoes, and we will be going at it in drafting and go participating in an, our very own all-star draft. So what the so we did a coin flip. I won and I decided to take LeBron James's side. Um LeBron is going to pick second for the all-star starters and this is the case as originally he was going to have the first pick, but it's no longer the case because Kevin Durant is out of the all-star game due to an injury. So therefore Kevin Durant will not be able to play which means that he's going to have to take an extra all um starter selection which would which Jason Tatum filled a spot. So therefore, Kevin Durant will be picking second. So that is what that's going to be the position Perry is in. So what we'll be going to do, Perry will be picking as Kevin Durant. Perry will be picking first for starters, and then as LeBron, I will be picking second, and then vice versa for the um, reserves. I will be picking first for the reserves, and Kevin Durant as Perry or Perry as Kevin Durant will be taking um, the second pick for the reserves. We will be going back and forth rather than a snake draft. So we will be following exactly how LeBron and Katie will be doing come their all-star draft. And, yeah, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to have 11 picks, four starters, and seven reserves. Um, Perry, on the other hand, is going to have 12 picks because he has to pick that extra starter due to Kevin Durant being out. All right. I bet. I guess that's just about all we have to say as Perry and I are going to kick off draft day. Perry, how are you feeling about this one here? No, I'm very excited, and I'm also very excited about who I will be taking um, number one overall in this draft. This player is averaging almost 30 points per game, um, 6.3 assists, 5.5 rebounds. He's the best three-point shooter of all time. I'm going to be taking Stephen Curry with the number one overall pick in this um, all-star draft. I think that he's looked phenomenal all year, carrying this Warriors team on his back all season, and I think that he deserves and should go number one overall. Sending it back your way, James, for the number two pick. Interesting pick there, Perry. I did not envision you taking Steph Curry number one overall there. So um, I'm definitely, that's definitely a good pick. I think that Steph Curry's having a great season down in there in the Bay Area with the Golden State Warriors. And, I mean, he's playing a heck of a season. He's doing a very good job. With my number one pick in LeBron James's shoes, I am pumped that he is there, and I'm going to have to take 
the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's averaging 28.9 points, 11.7 rebounds, 5.9 assists, 1.2 steals, and 1.3 blocks. I mean, every time he steps out on the floor, Perry, Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to take over the game. He's versatile. He's six foot eleven. He's fast. He can his his jump shot is not great, but it is improving from when he was younger in the league. He's a leader for this Milwaukee Bucks team, and he's just an MVP candidate every single season. So he's won the past two, and this season I don't think that you can take anything away from him. He's doing a great job for Milwaukee, and I have to take Giannis Antetokounmpo with that pick. And back to you, Perry. Who do you have? So I actually um, was going to take another player here, but I switched my pick at the last minute. Um, I have chosen to take a guy that I do not believe should be a starter. I'm going to take Luka Doncic um, solely because of the opportunity that he gives other players on this team with so many great players on the floor in an all-star game. You need that distributor. You need that ball handler that's a threat to score and pass anytime he touches the ball. And I think Luka Doncic can be that guy for my team. James, who are you going with number four? Good pick there, Perry. I think that Luka Doncic is a solid pick there despite us having, just despite there being controversy over he being an over Lillard. I think that's a solid pick. All right, with my next pick, I'm going to take who I believe has to be the number one um, at the number one, the best position to win MVP so far this season. I'm going to be selecting Denver Nuggets' own Nikola Jokic. He's a big man, best big man in the league. He's averaging 26.9 points, 10.9 rebounds, and 8.4 assists. So as a big man, he's almost averaging a triple-double, 1.7 steals per game and 7 tenths of a block. This guy is so, so, so good. You look at him, and I mean, he's a 7-footer who's going, you know, backing you down, then he's just hitting fadeaways and just... Swishing him. He can hit the three. He's a beast in the paint. He gets to the foul line and he shoots from the foul line at a high level. He's a leader of this team. He can pass like nobody's business. It's crazy. So I think that it's, I think that, um, yeah, Nikola Jokic, I mean, he, it's a, he's a mismatch for any defender in the league. He's going to get the job done no matter what. And that is why if I were in LeBron James' shoes, I would love to take Nikola Jokic with this pick as I think that having him on our team would add a great, Great passing depth to pair with LeBron and he for great passing. And it's going to add some height and shooting. Yeah, that's definitely a great pick. Yochik is my number one MVP candidate as well. So you can't disagree with taking the likely MVP of the league. But with my third pick, um, I've got Steph Curry and I've got Luka Doncic. I'm going to be taking another guard. I'm going to be taking Bradley Beal from the Washington Wizards. So this will kick Luka Doncic out to the small forward position, but Bradley Beal averaging almost 33 points per game, um, 5.2 rebounds, 4.8 assists. He has put this team on his back lately. Um, Washington started out a little iffy at the beginning of the year, but him and Russell Westbrook have really started to get their feet wet and they're playing like one of the best duos in the league. They have a recent um, string of success being the Nuggets, Portland, the Celtics a couple weeks ago. So I think that Bradley Beal, I'm happy to get him, and I'm happy to get him here at the th- with my third pick. Nice pick there, Perry. And um, so you're definitely going small ball at the moment, and I'm kind of taking a different path with that. I mean, I have a seven footer, a six foot eleven player, and LeBron is six foot nine, and I'm going to be continuing that and not quite taking a guard yet. 
and I am going to select Kawhi Leonard with this pick. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, he's playing extremely, extremely well. And I mean, I think that at this point, I mean, Kawhi, I guess, would have to play the shooting guard position for me in the. Because, but I mean, come All Star game, the positions, I mean, they're just not. It's not really a thing. I mean. They're just going left and right, dunking all over the place. You know, alley-oops left and right from half court. It's crazy. So I think that I'm going to have to take Kawhi Leonard with that pick. Send him back over to you, Perry, for the seventh pick of the draft. Who are you taking? Yeah, Kawhi is definitely a great pick. But I'm going to be taking Kyrie Irving um, next, averaging 27.4 points per game, almost six assists per game for this Brooklyn Nets team. Um, I'm really excited to get him. He has some of the best handles in the league, one of the craftiest finishers at the basket. So I'm definitely excited to be getting Kyrie Irving here, and then I'm going to send it back your way, and then whoever you don't pick for the starters, I'm going to end up with. So you're basically picking for two teams here. Man, Perry. So right now you have Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, Bradley Beal, and Luka Doncic, none of which are even listed in a forward position. So you have two point guards and two shooting guards. So it's definitely going to be interesting and see if they're going to be able to go up against the taller players who I have thus far. And this actually puts me in a tough spot here. I mean, right now we have Jason Tatum and Joel Embiid left. That's who we're going between. And I'm going to have to stick. I mean, I'm a big-time Boston fan, and I'm going to have to live up to that. I'm going to select Jason Tatum here, Perry. Um, that's going to add some... He's a super. He's on the verge of a superstar level playing a high level this year. He's averaging 25 points, 6.9 rebounds, 4.5 assists, 1.2 steals, and half a block. So that's going to add a little bit more dimension to my team. So that means that I'll be able, I'll have to play LeBron at the point guard position, but he's been doing that all year for the Lakers. And then I would have to put probably Jason Tatum at the 2, Kawhi at the 3, Giannis at the 4, and Jokic at the 5. Perry, who do you take with your last pick? Well, I mean, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but maybe you can just run through your team. Uh, with how you feel about it thus far with picking the starters. Yeah, so I'm obviously not stuck with, but Joel Embiid um, has come to my team by default, averaging almost 30 points per game. So um, he's averaging 11.2 rebounds as well, so he's averaging a double-double. I'm really excited to be getting the 76ers centers, but I think that this game will, if this, this hypothetical all-star game that we have drafted, is really looking like a clash of styles right now. You've got some big men. I'm going almost strictly small ball with one seven-footer, Joel Embiid. So I think that this is kind of, you know, a clash of new versus old in the NBA. And I think that if this was an all-star game, this would be very fun to watch. But James, you are going to have the first pick for the reserves. Who will you be taking? All right, Perry. So I'm going to have to be taking... So I have, I have strictly forwards on my team thus far, and I'm going to change the tide with that by picking James Harden. James Harden's averaging 24.9 points, 8.5 rebounds, 11.3 assists, 1.2 steals, and 7 tenths of a block. So he is a um, do-it-all player for the Brooklyn Nets. He's been playing great with Kevin Durant's sideline due to an injury. So I am very pleased with having James Harden here on my team. Perry, who are you taking? So although I have guards, I'm going to take another guard. Um, I'm going to take Damian Lillard. Um, how could I not? I mean, averaging 30 points per game, 8 assists per game. Um, Dame time is doing it all for this Trailblazers team. And although I have guards, I'm glad to be getting him on my squad. James, who are you going to take now as your second reserve? All right, Perry. With my next pick, 
I'm going to be going with I'm going to have to take Jalen Brown, Perry. I mean, as a, I'm going to have the Boston Celtics duo now at this point. He's averaging 25 points per game, five and a half rebounds, four assists, and just over a steal and half a block per game. So he's playing extremely well, and now I'm going. I'm adding some more guard depth on my team so that this team is really um, has all the positions f- requi- filled, and it's going to be a stall. It's going to um, click together well. Happy I have that Boston duo, and heading back over to you now. Yeah, that's definitely a great pick, um, having a great season. And then I think I'm going to finally have to break from small ball, but I'm going to take a modern big. I'm actually going to take Zion here as my second reserve. He's averaging 26 points per game, almost seven rebounds. So he's having a great year for this New Orleans Pelicans team. James, sending it back to your way. All right, thanks, Perry. Now I'm going to go. I already have Jokic. I'm going to take who I who is I think is the third best center in the league at the moment. He's playing very well. I'm going to take Orlando Magic's Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic is averaging 24.1 points, 11.7 rebounds, 3.6 assists, and a steal a game. So he's playing very well. He's shooting one of the best pick and pop players in the league. He's shooting the ball well, and he is the best player of that Orlando Magic team. I'm really happy with having him on my team. Perry, who do you have with your next pick? Um, this is a tough one for me because there are a lot of guards um, left, but I think I'm going to have to take um, prime player P, Paul George, um, playoff P, who was not very good in the playoffs last year, but he's averaging 24 points per game this season, 6.1 rebounds, 5.4 assists, and a little bit of a revenge year for him, and I'm going. I'm excited to have him on my squad. James, sending it back your way here. All right, Perry, I think that this is a tough pick now. I'm posed with a difficult situation, but I'm going to take who I think is one of the most underrated players in the league. I'm going to take Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns. He's averaging 25 points per game along with 3.5 rebounds and 4.3 assists and just about a steal a game. So he's playing extremely well. I think he's the most underrated player in the league. Initially, he wasn't even in the All-Star game, and I think, boy, is that a mistake. So I'm thrilled to have him on my team to add another dimension at my guard position to pair with Harden and Jalen. All right, heading back over to you, Perry. Who are you taking now? So I'm going to take um, Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz. He's probably going to be my last guard picked in this draft. Um but he's having a great year, 24.3 points per game, 4.6 rebounds, 5.3 assists. So I'm definitely glad to get him on my squad. Um, James, it's back to you here. Yeah, thanks, Perry. So now I'm going to go back to a big man path, and I'm going to take Indiana Pacers big man DeMontis Sabonis. Originally similar to Devin Booker. He was not in the All-Star game initially, but he has since taken the place of... um. He took the place of Kevin Durant, who is sidelined. Um, so I'm going to be taking DeMontis Bonus. He's averaging 21.6 points, 11.5 rebounds, and just about six assists. So he is having a huge season, do-it-all big man. So I'm thrilled to have him on my team. Back to you, Perry. So I will be taking uh, Zach Levine here with my second-to-last pick. 30-last pick, excuse me. Um, he's playing for the Bulls this season. Averaging almost 29 points per game, um, 5.2 rebounds, and 5 assists. So I think that he can also fit into that sm- small forward role, play the 3 position. So with a lot of guards on my team, a versatile 
guard slash forward like him is very important. Um, James, you're down to your final two picks here. Who are you going to take next? I'm thrilled that this guy is on the board still pair. I'm going to take uh, the big or a do-it-all player for the New York Knicks. I'm going to take Julius Randle. I think he's one of the most surprising players thus far this season. He's averaging over 23 points per game, 11 rebounds, and five and a half assists. So he is having he's um, defying all odds for that New York Knicks team. And right now, he's brought them to being sitting sitting fourth in the Eastern Conference. So he is the leader of that team. And I'm pumped that I have him. He's I, I love the guy. He's a great player. And um, I'm happy he's on my team. Back to you. Yeah, Randall's definitely a good pick, having a great season for that Knicks team. Um, and then with my second and last pick, I'm going to be taking Ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers, averaging almost 16 points per game, 8-point run rebounds, 8 assists, um, he's another distributor. He's 6'10", I believe, so he he will not play point guard for my team. He'll either play the 3 or 4, but just another guy that I can get who can distribute the ball to my great shooters. James, this is your last pick of the All-Star Draft. Who will you take? I'm really happy this guy's still here. I kind of had my eye on him. I was, he was dropping, 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 and I'm happy he's still here. I'm going to take – I'm going to have a, the Phoenix Suns – Duo. I'm gonna take Chris Paul, the point guard. I mean, he's the uh, he he's like the one of the, one of the biggest names in the NBA. He's a great player. He's a great leader of the NBA association. So um, yes, the players' association. Excuse me. So Chris Paul is averaging 16.6 points, 8.8 rebounds, and just under five rebounds per game to go along with 1.3 um steals. Excuse me. So Chris Paul is having a great year, and he's going to be filling in as a point guard off the bench for my team. Perry, last pick of the draft before we wrap things up this episode and run down our teams. Yeah, I'm going to be taking um, Rudy Gobert. He's there by default, but I'm glad to get him. He's averaging a double-double this season for the league-leading Jazz with 14 points per game, 13.3 rebounds. He's probably like my third traditional big man behind Zion and Joel Embiid, so I definitely need some more big men, and I'm thrilled to get him here with the last pick of the draft. But James, just sizing up these two teams here, what do you notice about the teams? What stands out to you after this draft? Yeah, Perry, I think that, um, I mean, I think it's tell, it's kind of interesting that you took, you know, a ton of guards and I was more on the forward side of things. So that's kind of interesting. I made up for my loss of guards, uh, my lack of guards in my starting lineup with my reserves by taking Harden, Jalen Brown, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul. Um, I think that you did a nice job, you know, you have some nice young stars in Ben Simmons, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Zion Williamson. So that's def- and then Luca in your starting lineup. So I think that your team's solid. Uh, I think that the size, if these teams were to battle it out, I think that the size could play a factor in um, my team's advantage. But I think that you definitely have the um, the edge in shooting since you have you know Steph Curry, Bradley Beal, Luca, Kyrie Irving, Damian Lillard, Paul George, you know Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell. All those guys can shoot the rock at a high level. So I think that it would be a very even and solid game. And I'm really, I, this, this draft was a ton of fun and uh, it was fun to be put in LeBron and KD shoes. What do you think before we wrap this up, Perry? Yeah, I thought that was definitely fun as well. And I think that the same thing that stood out to you stood out to me. Um, just the clash of styles here. I went heavy, small ball. You went um, very forward, but I have a lot of three point shooters that can space the four next to Joel Embiid, who will be my starting center. But this would definitely be a fun, hypothetical game you watch if this ever took place. But with that, that will be it for us today. 
with with us, but just to wrap up the draft real quick, LeBron's team run by James ended up with LeBron, um, Giannis, Nikola Jocic, Kawhi Leonard, Jason Tatum, James Harden, Jalen Brown, Vucevic, Devin Booker, DeMontis Sabonis, Julius Randle, and CP3, and then Kevin Durant's team run by me ended up with Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving, Joel Embiid, Damian Lillard, Zion Williamson, Paul George, Donovan Mitchell, Zach Levine, Ben Simmons, and Rudy Gobert. So I think that this was a very fun draft. But with that, that will be it for us today. Um, if you guys want to get in touch with us, everything is on our website from ballparks to buzzerbeers.com our social media stuff, our email. So if you want to email us a segment idea, let us know if you want to be on the show. We can figure something out that way. But with that, um, that will be it for us today. I'm Perry Morzino signing out alongside my co-host James Farley with another episode of the From Ballparks to Buzzer Beer Sportscast. Have a good one, everybody.